Hi everyone, it's Tom Panos here. I've got with me Brad Beer. We're in for a surprise today. I went and spoke to these guys some time ago and I was so impressed with this operation. They're not a real estate business. What they do is tax depreciation. But what really got me curious about this is that when I saw the 170 people that work in this organization and found out that in reality, this place had two people or three people that started in 1998 and this guy next to me, Brad, who's the managing director, was at uni studying and working there as well at the same time and today to watch this place do what it's doing is extraordinary. Welcome Brad. Thanks Tom, great to be here. So Brad, amazing. So what we're talking about is in 16 years a business has gone from three people to 100 and how many? 170 odd staff at the moment. Yes. 170 staff, right? And you were a guy that studied at uh, uni and you were working in the business, you told me, in a room this size. And to watch that business today flourish to those big numbers, and I won't go into your revenue numbers, you must be pretty excited the way this thing has planned out over the last 15 years. Look, Tom, very excited about that. And, and, and mostly, look, I was at uni and started at BMT to get a bit of work experience that I needed in my I did a building degree. And look, I, I didn't really know what a depreciation schedule was then. Um, and I was doing some you know, basic quantity surveying work. And then, I, look, I, I loved it. I got in there, I treated it like my own, and my now partners brought me in as a partner to that business. Uh, and I've, I've had a fantastic journey in that time. Um, I've, I've learned so much, it's not funny. Um, I have now a position where I uh, am heavily involved in, I suppose, the external, I'm a, a bit of the face of BMT, uh, but also driving and, and, and inspiring and engaging an organisation to produce um, to produce an experience to clients that means we are able to continue to grow. Uh, and, and that's a new challenge for me every day, um, getting new people in and um, seeing them grow along with the business has been fantastic. Um, I've also had a lot of challenges on the way that I've taken on and I've loved it. Okay, so I want to talk about your role as managing director because I, I always talk to the viewers about running an attraction business model. An attraction business model is about being a brand and being present and being visible and I see you everywhere. Like yesterday, I was at an LJ Hooker conference speaking, you were there. You're going to be at ARIC. You're at the Ideas Exchange, you're at most of the networks or all of the networks, um, national awards, you're on Sky Business, on the TV shows there. So you see as an external part of your business, being the face of a company as being really important part of your marketing strategy. Most definitely, Tom. I think that there's two parts of that. One is that, uh, you, like you always say, you've, you've got to be there. Um, sometimes it's about... The, the, the quality discussion you get to have because you're there um, you know, and not, not being there, not putting that time in. Now in the real estate industry um, and even throughout the, uh, the property industry, investors are often pretty uneducated about what we do. Now it's getting better, but what we do is a lot of the time actually just provide a lot of education. Um, people need to learn about investing in property before they actually go and jump in and do it all the time sometimes and the, the real estate in industry sells a lot of property and manages a lot of property for these investors and a lot of them actually miss out on these deductions and miss out on cash flow they should have. So, so I mean, for our viewers, 
in 60 seconds, what is it that your business does? Um, really simple. Um, every property investor is able to claim what's called a depreciation, wear and tear on items within a property. Right. Um, and what that means is that uh, the tax office says that you're allowed to claim an amount of money because of that. We actually just work out how much that money is. Now, many people think their accountant looks after their taxes, and, and of course they do, but we're like one piece of that, one number in that tax return that the accountant really needs. And we do it thoroughly. So we actually visit the property so we can find these things and, and calculate these deductions and, and give a report to the accountant to help them get more cash flow. I mean, roughly, what's the, the, the cost of that report? Oh, the, the reports are around $700. Uh, and, and that includes everything done to, to tell the accountant how much to claim each year. So okay. we're kind of the accountant's friend. We work alongside them to, to yeah. help you get more money. And just to the viewers, this is not a sales pitch on their, their product. What I want to talk to you about is what I spoke about with you before the video, and that is what do you think you really do? And you said to me, uh, we create value. You know, we create value. We, we, we take money off someone, but give them more money back. And I think that's a really important thing to understand in business. And I think that's, that's the, the fact is we, we add some value to that client. Uh, and we, we, we take some money off them, uh, and, and we don't actually give the money back, the tax office does. Um, but they, they always get more money after the fact than, than what they spend with us to get the money. Now, right. we can work out pretty easily before we go in and do anything whether they're going to get that money. Right. And if they're not, we don't go and do it. So it's really simple. Okay. So I want to talk to you about the culture of your business. What is, if I had to say, what is the personality and culture of your business? What's its mission statement? Could you describe it? Uh, uh, I would say that probably number one is that we, we, we exceed the client's expectations in what we do. So from when you, when you talk to us till the end of the process, we want to make it really easy and we want to make sure whatever you expect, you get a little bit better than that. Um, now, the, the actual depreciation schedule itself is the thing that gives you the numbers. We need to know our product. We need to provide something that's good. But what I want to do is create an experience on the way through that says dealing with this organisation was... Um, very good. We, we had an experience that was great. So if I wanted to do that again, I'd come back to that same business. Okay, do you, do you think you achieved that goal? I think we achieved that goal and I think the, the, uh, the, the fact is that the way to achieve that goal is often by measurement. We measure everything so heavily uh, that, that we know if we muck it up. Um, we're humans, we still muck it up. But we, we, we learn from that mistake and, and my question is usually along the lines of um, so we muck this up. How, how do we never muck this up again? Now, we've done it a lot of times now, obviously, so we should find all the mistakes that go wrong. Okay. And we learn from those. So, Brad, one of the things that's interesting about your business, the time that I spent there, was its obsession, its addiction on, on measurement to the point where I don't think I've seen a, no real estate business would measure in the way that BMT does. Can I ask you, why has that become such an important pillar of your business? See, I believe what, and this is said many times, but what gets measured gets done, or at least it gets managed and then it usually gets done afterwards. Or you learn that you shouldn't do it. Um, everything we do, we measure. What is the result? Now that's from a marketing perspective. You know, there's a branding exercise sometimes, but from a marketing, from a, the number of times we spell someone's name incorrectly on a report, Someone cares, and we measure how often that is so we can make it better. Um, you can make decisions based on measurement. 
you can't if you just think you're going to get better at something. It's like yeah. everything in life. If you want to, you know, you, you, getting fitter is no good without some sort of measurement. Fitter has to mean something. So, so measurement in many ways, we talk about fitness. You're basically saying in many ways all you're doing is putting a set of scales like you do on weights in your business on a various aspect. And that is that you're looking at what the weight is there then you compare it to a defined period and you see if what you've actually been doing works and if it does, you keep doing it or tweak it to make it better or if it's not working, you just change strategy completely. Yes, and, and, and you know, having that set of scars there is something that at BMT is, is, is on everybody all the time uh, and being able to change I think is another important thing that I've learned. Um, the, the, the fact that, you know, measuring it and then being then, then coming out with that measure and going, well, because we measure this, we now know we have to change. Because, you know, every business changes. Things change in your industry. And if it changes, we need to go, well, how do we get better at this? And based on what happened from that, we can make a decision to change to be better. Yeah, there's a wonderful line, uh, Brad. Uh, if you don't like change, you're going to hate extinction. <laughs> and um, would you say to yourself, are you guys a changeable, are you a nimble organisation? I, I, the guys laugh at me sometimes, but I use the word nimble when I say I want to change when we send out this, I want to change when we do that, is it going to be better? Now often I just ask the questions and challenge my guys based on something I heard, heard read or learnt and said, if we did it this way, would it be better? And then I want to make sure whatever that is that our organisation, you know, marketing guys don't love me sometimes because of the fact that I want to change things sometimes and they like a plan. IT likes a plan, everyone likes a plan. But I want to be able to change the plan if I believe right. that we're going to get a better result. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm cute. You, you know, you're under 40. You, you know, if I look back and you were starting in 1998, let's assume you're starting at BMT, but you've actually got 16 years' experience in your head. What are the things that you know you've learned in the last sixteen years that you'd say to a Brad Beer in nineteen ninety eight? Brad, do this. I'd say challenge myself harder every single day. I do that now. Did I do that as good back then? The answer is probably not. Maybe I didn't have the control over some things sometimes either. But now I, I, I drive myself. I drive my team for a challenge for. For, for change, for measurement, for how do we get better at this every day. What, what do you reckon that you do more of it now than you did before? We, I mean, is it something you're born with? You get better at it? I mean, you get hungrier? Well, look, I, look, you know, I was always pretty keen to make sure things were done properly in my life. Uh, but then I guess more hunger came later with challenge, um, with learning. You know, you change as a person when you do different things in your life, I think. And I've definitely done that. I was probably a lot more of a laid-back guy when I was 20 years old. I went right. to surf all the time. Right. These days, I, I take on the challenge of this business, and, uh, and, I, and I love to read. I love to, not that I'm a massive reader, but I love to read the right things so I can learn from those. Like, do you, typically, what do you read? When you say that, are you reading personal development books versus reading a novel? I don't read novels, I guess, is when I say I'm not a reader. Right. Uh, but. But I do read, I'm always in the business section of the books and uh, that's, what, that's the things, I want to be inspired by someone that, that has taken something from nothing to something and now, um, so, and I've, I've been heavily involved in doing that myself now, but I want to see who's taking someone from something to, to, to bigger something and challenge myself to do that all the time. Right, okay, can I ask, and I know maybe get you on the spot here, 
uh, one of your best business books or business uh, authors you've uh, come across? Look, I'd say probably the, 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 the most changing book would be exceeding the clients, exceeding the customers' expectations, right. followed by the ultimate question 2.0, because I think they are the biggest changes to our business. Right. I love a bit of, uh, you know, I picked up a Richard Branson book. Um, yeah. That's always a very inspiring story, and they'd probably be my three books that I'd give number one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad, you still love work like you did? I do. I, uh, I, I, I love it for different reasons than I did back then. I love to get in and get the schedules worked out properly and, and build things that made them go better. But then, then it became a programmer's job to do that because I wasn't necessarily great at it. Now I have a different challenge and it's really um, around, around, it's around engagement of my staff, providing, uh, being an attraction employer is probably what that is, making them want to come and work there. Um, we have people that refer their friends for jobs and, uh, and, and we employ them sometimes, which is great, meaning that the people that do work at BMT want their friends to work at BMT because they obviously like it. Um, that to me is, a, is, is providing a workplace that, that people want to come and work at um, because they will perform better and they will produce an experience that I expect and that will make a profitable business, um, providing we, we also you know, have the, the parameters otherwise that, that are right. Um, the challenge to, to continue to grow is, is, is the other thing that I love every day. Um, and I have growth discussions with my top end at BMT all the time. Growth, change, how do we get better, how do we never muck it up? Can I ask, what do you reckon on the weekend when staff are at a barbecue or hanging out with friends at a club or a pub or wherever, when they talk about you know what it's like to work at BMT. What what do you hope that they're saying? What's your vision? I, I hope that they're, they're saying that, that that we actually you know you know it's not the beach you know we all want to go to the beach, um, but we do like coming to work. Um, we have the tools to do our job well, the tools for for growth personally, the tools to be able to produce something for the for the business that's right. Um, now it's. Funny, the little things often that we do to look after the staff are the things that they seem to like a lot of the time. Simple little things like fruit and a Friday drink and things that I think are really simple, people seem to love. So, I mean, I'd love to know, like, what, what do you reckon makes your culture, and it was a great culture I saw with my own eyes that I, when I was there, what do you think are um, the, some of the strategic or tactical things or intentional things you do that create a great environment? Because we do know that people like working, when people feel terrific about themselves, they seem to work better. Mm. And look, I think what I, what I you know, we, we, we have a culture of performance um, and, and, and challenge and, and, and growth over the future. I think we, we have a team environment. I, I, I talk even between different teams and different parts of BMT because we're a large organisation, we have all different teams. Um, Different teams themselves work together very well. I, I, I always want to talk about there's all us. This is all us. There's no them. There's no someone over there did that or someone over here did this. Right. So we have a, we have a non-commissioned culture. Everyone is working towards winning the jobs right. in the business development teams. Everyone in the output is out there to output jobs and produce an experience. And the person who answers the phone, the person who does the inspection on the job, and the person who produces that report and the people that work alongside them are smiling, working as a team, as they answer the phone or whatever it is they do, yeah. so that we produce an overall team, um, a team experience. Um, 
that, that are led by myself and a management team that they do want to come and work for and feel inspired by um, are probably the biggest things. Okay, Brad, I want to ask you uh, the question on, uh, do you ever wake up and you're not pumped and motivated? Look, I'm, I'm pumped and motivated. Sometimes I, uh, um, like, I think everybody in, in the world um, who said they were pumped and motivated 100% of the time um, would be difficult to do. Sometimes, you know, but th that's a challenge for me to change some things. It's like if I don't feel like I'm having the proper work-life balance, right. I need to change that. Right. Um, but I'm pumped every day to see more success out of BMT, um, most definitely. Right. Do uh, you think you've got good life balance? It's pretty good most of the time. I get a decent amount of holidays. Um, you travel. You travel a fair bit. I, I travel a fair bit, and I catch a lot of planes. I, I'm six foot seven, so sometimes that's not the greatest. Yeah. But 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 I also love um, I love the people I meet. I have basically clients that turn into friends in every state of this country, um, and 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 I still do enjoy. I enjoy it when I get there. I don't love the plane part sometimes, but. Um, I have fun or every day, uh, and and I, I really like people, so I really like hanging out with people and the people I do meet through the course of business. Right. Um, become, I mean, they become referrers to our business, or they are referrers to our business. I mean, I'm, you like you've given me the number. I don't know what it is. Ninety nine percent of your business is a, it's a referral type business. Yes. So, who, who refers business to you? So, it's largely driven by the accountants because accountants kind of understand what we do a little bit better. Um, we, we, we try to create trust with them so that they trust to refer the clients. Um, about 20% of the work comes referred out of the real estate industry, yeah. um, which we operate pretty heavily in as well. So, on that referral part, how much of your business comes from referrals? It's nearly all of it, actually, Tom. Um, look, we get a little bit of business that directly comes from, you know, Google, but things like that, uh, like, they, they usually put, but my accountant told me to call you anyway, or something like that when we ask them. Now, uh, most of the time it comes on a referral basis. Um, accounts first, um, followed by the, by the real estate industry. Um, we do a lot of education in the real estate industry, so they can help to use that, about 20% of that. Yeah. Then throughout the property industry, the developers and anyone involved in education of property uh, property investing, uh, a lot of those referrals come from as well. Okay, well, uh, Brad, it's been great having you here. Uh, it's t timely time because I, I know that uh, it's taxation time, so if there's a, a time that you can add value to a client and you've never thought about depreciation schedules, um, these guys here are the best in the business. Uh, I want to thank you for your time. To me, in summary, I see a guy that uh, loves what he does, sees the measurement and what you you measure gets done. Well, I think the way you described it, what gets measured you can manage, which then gets done. The importance of being uh, flexible, nimble, being able to change. The other things that I hear from you saying is important to have constant, never-ending improvement. You know, um, and training. So I want to thank you um, so much for coming along. If I had to ask you one final bit of advice, if there's a young person out there that wanted to get one bit of business advice to become successful in whatever they're doing, it could be someone that's an agent that's watching this, or someone in home loans, and I've got a lot of you know people that are in automotive sales. What advice would you give them? 
get in, give it 100%, give it your all, have the right attitude to whatever it is you are going to do and uh, don't think anything's unable to be done by you because you can achieve a lot of things that you never thought you could if you actually give it the effort. As they say in uh, Texas Holden, I'm all in. <laughs> Alrighty Brad. Thanks Tom. Thank you so much. Love you,